What is going on, y'all? It's the one and only Kurt coming to y'all back at it once again with another episode of Double Edged Sword today. On this episode, we're going to dig in deep into the quote-unquote pro-life sword and where it comes from and how it is a double-edged sword and how dangerous it is and basically how hypocritical it is above all. So let's dive in. Let's start off with by who was involved in this movement. And let's point out the obvious. Radical ideologist. Depending on whichever religion they're falling into, it tends to be someone that falls into the ideology of religion. These individuals take what they see in these books or text and they take it out of context. And they truly believe that this embryo should get a better chance of living by being allowed to survive. No matter the circumstances, no matter if the mother was raped, and no above all, no matter whatever the mom wants to do with her body, right? Because screw the choice of freedom. But then you're going to see most of these individuals at a Trump rally, and they're going to be preaching freedom freedom of speech and they're going to be preaching against mask most of these individuals preach against mask and that's the hypocrisy that's where the hypocrisy kicks in you know and like not to mention that most of these are ideologists so once their leader the leader of the herd tells them that it's okay to allow this to happen and or allow these individuals into their communities, then they allow it to happen. But until then, they're just sheep, even though they claim not to be sheep. You see how hypocritical the whole thing is? And that, you know, and what's really striking is how they don't put a second thought into the life that this individual might have down the road you don't know if this individual if he or she is allowed to live by adoption you don't know if they're going to get adopted for one you don't know if they're going to get the right foster care for second and third the system is fucking rigged it's rigged to fuck our foster care system up not only is it rigged to keep individuals in there until they're 18 so their quote-unquote foster parents keep the money, but it's also there based on the rooted foundation of colonization. So when you think about the foster program or the adoption programs, think about colonization. Think about how indigenous people suffered through being sent to border school and being taught all of these things. Well, not even taught, but shoved down, even whipped down their throat. Not to mention the obvious, the sexual assault, the harassment and assault as a whole in these areas. I don't know if any of y'all have ever heard about that, but please look into boarding schools of indigenous people. 
not only here in the United States, but in Canada as well. And that should be key to the hypocrisy as well. Because the individuals that did all of this stuff to indigenous people are religious people. <laughs> and that's the funny part. Because it's the hypocritical part. And it just... It blows my mind how people still... Like, totally... You know, let's put the science thing aside. And let's look at history. History dictates that the adoption programs here in the United States or Canada do not work always, most of the times, for the individual that is going to be adopted. <laughs> Let's not even get started with overseas adoption programs like Angelina Jolie loves to use. And this has been happening, like I said, since the beginning of time, since the beginning of colonization, since the beginning of church. And... I mean, I personally don't know all the historical facts, but the facts are there that adoption programs do not work. And for people that are pro-life to say that they, the parent can put their kids into an adoption program if they don't want their kids, that's just stupid. Not to mention, this is the other one that blows my mind, when they say, Oh, you can just have a relative take care of it. Hmm. Maybe. But most of the times, that creates friction amongst the individuals. And people don't think about that. Like, they don't think about it, not even because they live it at times. Like, everybody has some friction with their family, no matter wherever it is they may be. Here in the United States, Canada, Mexico, wherever it may be, there's always going to be friction within families because that's just an animal instinct way and behavior from humans. It's our animal instinct. So for people to say that a relative can take over as a guardian, eh, I've seen it work, but I've seen it work with the side of mental health issues down the road for the kids. And that's the other downside that they don't pay attention to. So why is it important to talk about the double-edged sword of the pro-life? Hmm. I mean, it's obvious, don't you think? It's to prevent from humans from creating the same mistake over and over as they've been for the past centuries. All of these mistakes that we've been making have been holding us back they've been holding us back by various ways but let me give you two examples example a this whole bad adoption programs and the whole pro-life saying that it's good to adopt and all that it would be cool if it worked for everybody not everybody can adopt not only that, but people with different different orientations get looked down upon. And not only that, but these same individuals that want the life to survive don't agree with these individuals with different orientations. And we're repeating the same mistake over and over in that sense. Second off, 
We're, we're repeating a mistake that we've been doing as humans for believing in religion for the longest over science, and that is belittling our scientists, and that is STEM research. Many illnesses can be cured and should be cured if we were allowed to do research to a full extent on stem cells. There can be a potential of many cures there, but due to religion being involved here in the United States, we don't do it to the full extent. People go gotta go out the way, even out the country, look for private funding, and this is where the corruption happens, and find the ways to do this research due to religion being such a tie to the country here in the United States when it shouldn't be to begin with. So that just cracks me up, you know. And this is the double-edged sword known as the pro-life movement. Are you pro-life or are you pro-choice? Whichever it is that you may be, I just want you all to realize history does not back one up more than the other. It's beyond me how we still, to this day in 2020, have to tell women that they cannot reproduce or that they can't reproduce or that we can't give the right tools to trans people, whether it be trans man or trans woman, to have the adequate tools to reproduce just because it's looked down upon. It's beyond me how in 2020 we have all this technology and yet we still look down upon it all because religion. <laughs> Oh, but golly, don't get the mark of the beast now, Kyle. Oh, golly, Karen, they're going to be tracking you with the mark of the beast. <laughs> anyway, uh, jokes aside, seriously, think about it. I don't know which side you might be in, but just think about it. There's a double-edged sword to everything. Each sword has a double edges. Pro-life has its sides. So does pro-choice. The difference is you got to see which side is sharper in damaging the society. Because at the end of the day, the sharper side of the sword is what would kill us as a whole. And on that note, y'all, this is the one and only Kurt with double-edged sword today. Please make sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at DES underscore today. Make sure you catch on to every podcast episode at kvigfo.com forward slash desk today, DES today. On that note, this was the one and only Kurt signing off. Have a good day. <laughs>